Oh, I think we're going live. We're back. There okay, we are. We well, are back. Thanks for coming back or sticking around. It's time for Q&A. Sticking back or coming around. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray. Did you indeed. really say uh, that he watches carefully what we do do? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bruce. Okay, well. It's in the Bible. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, thanks for I'm Right off the bat, <laughs> since we're jumping into q and I want to put that phone number up there, 360-447-8474, so you can just go ahead and text in any opinions or concerns, angry... I just want to say, Ramon and Heidi, thank you for being here this morning. Loved you on the piano and the bass. Just, oh, Good time. So, yeah. Woohoo! Woohoo, woo indeed. All right. Okay. Um, so yeah, go ahead and text in those questions and we will jump on through Okay, them. well, I did what I good, said. Good morning to you, sir. Opening yes. question, should Christians wear COVID masks? I know. I, how, how'd you feel this week approaching that? Is there anything that made you nervous about how this was going to go today? Or do you feel like, I know my uh, flock, I feel like these guys are ready for this. I think after last week, it felt like I had a lot of support for where I was heading. I knew, I, I didn't have the sermon until this week, but I had, the, right. I had the germ of it. I knew that I wanted to talk to the stronger believers. I wanted to get everyone to admit they think they're the stronger. Yeah. And then we just talked to You the can't stronger. have it both ways. Can't have it both ways. But it wasn't until the end of the week when I was putting together the crown of life thing, because that, that I wanted to bring up that scripture that we build on Christ. And... Uh, so I was looking at what's the reward and what burns up. And of course, it's yes. arguing about And I started putting all the crown of life scriptures together. And all of a sudden, when you put them all together, they just say what it is. Yeah. It's you. It's, it's the people. And all of a sudden, everything made sense. Theologians have argued so much over, well, if, you, if you're saved, how can you suffer loss? And, what, and it burns up and it's revealed with fire. And, and it's funny because it feels like uh, being told the answer to a riddle. It's like... Well, it looks so obvious. Every, now I think everyone should just get it. It's so obvious. Right, right. There's only two places, and one burns with fire. <laughs> I know. And, and if it burns up and you build on Christ, what do we build? And what's the thing we take to heaven? And Yeah. Anyway. And it turns out, as we were, uh, it was like every 20 minutes, you'd come back into my office. Hey, read this right here. And I'm starting to, at a certain point, I was like, does Paul talk about anything else other than this? This, this. seems to he be. He just says it outright. You are the reward of, for my, yeah. my reward for my work. He just says, look, he says, what is the crown? Is it not you? Right. It's like all of the, now when I go back and it's like, yeah, you get the crown of life. And Paul, toward the end of his life, he says, well, I've fought the good fight of the race. And I know that there is a crown waiting for right. me. Right. Like, of course there is. Right. And what other reward would you want? I mean, you're in heaven. You get heaven and the Lord. And it's like, that's what people struggle over with. What are you suffering a loss of and what are you yeah. gaining? And it's like, it's just, it's the place where you finally realize that there's only one thing that matters. Yeah. And you get them. You, your contribution. You said it earlier, uh, or you said it kind of offhand. It was because we're fellow workers with Christ. What was his work? You, right. <laughs> you know, like it's, we are God's workmanship. How how hard? I mean, it, it is. It's one of those funny things because we decide when and when not to take things literally, <laughs> you know, or figuratively, or just like attach some big explanation to it. Right. But the simplicity of that is that that's what He's doing, and you're doing it with Him. It's not insanely different. Yes, and there's uh, when John's talking uh, in Revelation, it keeps going back and forth between Jesus and this angel character, and 
And if you look at the red letter Bibles, they all disagree when one of them is talking. And it's like, we can't let this be Jesus all the time because um, he says, uh, I'm your fellow worker. Right. It's like, well, wait a minute. Didn't we just read the scripture today? You're God's fellow workers. And then I came across one at the uh, Last Supper where Jesus just says, uh, either he says, I'm your fellow worker or you're my fellow workers. Right, right. Like, well, then he just said it. Anyway. Yeah. That's a side issue. Okay. Okay, we got a okay, couple. Okay, well, good questions. Let's get out of here. here. Okay. Uh, what does loving, strong believer sharing sound like in this discussion? Can you give an example? What do I say when I feel I, they just might... They just might need some info to change sides. Uh, give them the info as, as politely as you can, but you, you just watch to see if they, if they start to bristle and throw a fit and a tantrum, and you have the ability not to, right. then you're the stronger one that has the ability to stop that from escalating. Right. Um, and I might actually go on to another week of this because Paul actually gives all of this explanation about the weaker and the stronger and he says basically what he says is so the strongers are condescending to the weakers and the weakers are judging the strongers well you're not supposed to be eating that meat they're going oh you guys just don't know anything and so he says look you strongers uh why don't you just not eat the meat yeah because see you can't eat the this meat that they think you shouldn't and have them not believe because their conscience is telling them it's wrong because it was sacrificed to an idol. You can't tell them to violate their conscience and you can't tell them to be quiet about their conscience, but you could just not eat it. Right. If you just said, let's eat this later. Yeah, yeah. Then, and he gives Around this, my strong believer friends who don't have this issue. And what's funny is when you read it, it's really specific. He says, okay, so here's a scenario and it's right in the scripture. He says, if all of you, if you go into someone's home and they put meat on the table. Eat whatever is put in front of you. Now he's talking to the stronger and the weaker. He says, but don't ask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't ask where it came from for the sake of the conscience. But if the guy says, oh, this was meat offered. Okay, now we're in a different situation. Right, right. So you guys don't eat it for the sake of the conscience, but you don't eat it either for yeah. the sake of their conscience. Yeah, like, yeah. It's really funny. It's, very, it's a very specific way of doing life in the Lord. And when you really think it through, it just makes the most sense. It's like, if, if, you, if you have the ability to, you know, it's like, well, this guy's the guy, he started it. And so I'm just going to really go at it with yeah. him because I think I can overwhelm him with my smarts. It's like, well, then you're the one that shouldn't be. Right, right, Because right. it sounds like he just can't help himself. Right, exactly. You said in here, it doesn't mean that we don't instruct or challenge, but lovingly, as the parent in that situation, same with you, where you, you can feel that out. You can have that conversation mm -hmm. and find where that ceiling is, where you're, they're receptive, you're having a discussion, it's back and forth, it's the fair and equitable. The problem is, if you're sitting watching this and you're saying, well, that's not how it works around my friends. Everyone I talk to, it turns into an argument or a fight. You have, Oh, oh, you're the weaker seeker. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, you're the weaker one. Right. There's a reason it always happens, and yes. you can't control it. Stop and as soon it. as you, as soon as you have that sort of maturity, that ability to kind of like raise it and then stop it, and yeah. then you know meet Which them. Which is kind of my. That was kind of my fun of the message today. Was everyone sees themselves as the stronger? So it's like okay. Until it comes with necessary grace, then I quit. <laughs> I don't want that part of it. Okay. Um, 
How can anyone destroy the work of God unless God wants it to happen? Doesn't God ultimately get what he wants? Yeah, we're going to some deep stuff here. Un unless it was meant to be destroyed and in some weird way and ultimately serving his eternal purpose. Mm -mm. Uh, because God's eternal purpose is children in heaven of their own free will. And he, you know, it depends on which... I am not on the side that we are all just mechanical things playing out a show that God pre-programmed. Uh, oh, I am. I'm out of here then. Well, see, he meant you to That's do that. That's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, I do believe God set up an arena, this broken world, which challenges and, and, makes, and makes children in his image who free of their own free will accept him and so yes god knows what's going to happen but it's the same way when i watch a rerun of i love lucy i know she's going to take those chocolates and put them down her shirt and i'm going to laugh a, a 14th time god can't not know what's going to happen because he's god that doesn't mean he's making the things happen so yes ultimately his will is this place doing what it's doing but within that and you know, we're not going to arrive at a conclusion here because, boy, this has been argued forever, you know, where those lines are. Mm -hmm. But prayer has an effect. Your free will, the decisions you make, has an effect. We have an effect on each other. That's why we go send missionaries out. That's why we talk to other people about the Lord. Because you have an effect. And so, in a very real way, uh, our eternal destiny is going to be shaped by the decisions we make here and the impact we have on others and the impact they have on us. Now, how to, right, right. Whether how to or, graph that out. Whether or not exact... he will have already known about having done that in the past because of his outside timeness. We do Whatever, know, it doesn't change the, our view We know view that God's that the ultimate chess causality. player and there is ample scriptures that everything he desires he brings to pass. Right. You'll have to figure out how that all works together. All I can do is my part. And so right. uh, I believe that we have an impact on others. They have an impact on us. Our faith to the Lord and our sin has eternal repercussions. Right. And we do have a free will heart. That and it's is because and it's expressing. all around the free will. It's, you know, there's that one, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. Where, where God says, uh, for those who will not receive the love of truth or mm -hmm. embrace the love of truth, um, he's devised, God has mm -hmm. devised a deep delusion in order to lead them to believe what is false and continue on in judgment. You go, he did what? Oh, he devised a deep delusion to lead them on uh, to believe what is false. Who do you do that to? The people that won't embrace the truth. Well, what's that thing? Oh, it's called the Bible. Yeah. It's called the and, and Bible. It, it's and, written in a way, a very specific way that you can make it say anything you want. And he had to write it that way to preserve free and will. And it's also called giving you over to your evil heart. Right. He just gets out of the way and says, you do that on your own. And no so problem. we know he doesn't want people to do that. Right. But yet he had to make a way for people of their own free will to reject him. And everyone wonders, why is the Bible not more clearly just straightforward? Because then it wouldn't work. Yeah. He had to write a book that if you want to seek and ask and knock, he will reveal you're not in control. He is. But if you want to take the same book and make it say anything you want, you can. You can pick here and you can pick there. We got a thousand different versions of Christianity. We got all kinds of cults. 
you know, the atheists are taking that Bible and saying, oh, look, this proves that he isn't a God of love because this, yeah, you can make it say he created a deep delusion in order to lead you to believe what is false if you won't embrace the truth. Right. Because there's only one thing left if you don't embrace truth, not truth. And that comes in every shape and, and form. And I'll tell you, as I, that, that verse is so weird and scary, but when you understand it's just the Word of God, it's given me a whole new appreciation for the Word of God because it's easy to judge and go, well, what are you guys thinking? Just say it. What, what, yeah. What's with all the imagery and all that? Sometimes it's like you're trying not to be straightforward and right. We're doing something. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, believe it or not, that's all I have yeah. texted right now. So okay. everyone must just be. Uh, did you have any thoughts? Did you have a favorite? Oh, Anything uh, or a least love, favorite? Love, <laughs> get started. Um, no, uh, I thought it was wonderful. I thought there was a lot of really good points that you could uh, do a series on this for the next year and a half because. <laughs> I remember you taking forever to get through Romans, and I see why. Uh, this is a good reminder of like, boy, you just can't. Romans is just. You can't start pulling at one thread without pulling at all those threads. Yep. Um, people are moved by, uh, deeply affected by self-sacrifice, self-righteousness. That if, if you need to like find that motivation in that moment where you have this like, I really want to tell them the truth and you fancy yourself a believer in any way, shape, or form, that's such a good, just stop you in your tracks. Right, of course, everything that I'm doing and believe is premised on that. It was the self-sacrifice of Jesus that got it done, not the self-righteousness, right. you know? And what I realized, you know, is I'm looking across the church at large and this massive divided the church in such a weird way and we're so like loggerheads. And, and what I'm realizing is it oftentimes times is the fault of the stronger believers who just uh, don't, who are not currently seeing it correctly. They're looking at the troublemakers. Yeah. And they want to go put in, they, I know the scriptures, and I'll go put you in your place. It's like, you got to see them as children. If the, yes. ones, the ones who can't help it. Right. The ones, and I know who they are. I can make you a list of names. Yeah. It's like, this person is one, to, you start a conversation, it's a fight. Yeah. Because they can't help themselves. Yep. yep. And sometimes, you know, a stronger believer will go, I'll take them on. Right. It's like, oh, but see, that's, you're the stronger, they're the child, and you're the adult. Yeah. And, and it's hard to hold that position without arrogance. That, in a nutshell, for the record, that was the turning point of my life. And I was about 18 or 19 years old, maybe even 20. 21, 25, 26, no. I was, it was early on in my life, and I was a, an incredibly angry, judgmental fighty atheist who just didn't like any of it, right? And well, it's nice you're no longer an atheist. <laughs> the other stuff, we're, right. still we're still working on. We're still working on it. <laughs> and, that's, and I felt that, I mean, I was so enraged. Um, and it was that moment in my life that you're describing. That is the thing in which everything changed. When I got this perspective, when I could see my fellow man as a child, is that, that if I have this sense that I know something, I understand something in some deeper way, and I was so mad that these people didn't get it, and I was saying, it's your fault, and I'm blaming them, and then all of a sudden I went, it's my fault. If I think I understand this, and I'm mad at all these people for not understanding it, what have I done? To help. What have I done to help? And here we are. This is, that moment led me here, because that's the truth. If you can't answer that question, what have you done? I started... Cool. 
I started doing. I started saying you gotta you you gotta go help them out. That's a high note to end on. I like I like yeah. that. Boy oh boy. That's yeah. Good. So love it. Um, yeah. What are we doing next week? We're sticking in here. A I don't bit, know. I might do unity over uniformity. I I, I was thinking maybe. I, uh, like I know we're talking about we've been talking about doing a Halloween message. Yeah. Um, and you doing it? And maybe yeah. maybe you should do it the week before since Halloween's on a Sunday. I don't know. What do you think? Or, or on or, a Sunday. Or on the, the Halloween. Of the Halloween. Wouldn't it be weird to not do the Halloween on Halloween? Except if you're saying things in the message about what you should do on Halloween, that might be a little late. But it's that night. I, we'll talk no, about no, it no. not here, all right? Okay. All right, okay. Hey, love, love you guys. Thanks for sticking around. We'll do this again next week. How about? Sounds good to okay. me. All right. See you See later.